Hey, this is All Over the Road with Pirate and Chewbacca. This is show number 14, recorded on December 12th, 2023. We're back for show number 14. How you doing, Pirate? Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of Samuel Adams Winter Lager. I am actually getting this guy hooked on Sam Adams. I can't believe it, because he, 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 he's such an Americana kind of guy, and he is like, you know, regular guys drink Bud and Miller Lite, and then I had to remind him that Sam Adams is a Boston Mass American brewery, dude. <laughs> you like that stuff, though, don't you? Yeah, and it's, I'm drinking the, the Winter Lager Festive and Smooth 5.6 by alcohol volume. It's uh, Well, don't drink too much because we're on a work night and we're doing this podcast. <laughs> you have right. to drive. I am home in my Good. home studio, so, some, you know, my... I pace myself. My, my, my room is right there. You know, you can take the couch if you I want spread anything. Spread them out a little yeah. bit. Don't worry. So, uh, yeah, so, so I was going to ask, uh, how you doing with the Christmas shopping? Oh, man, the, the, I had a few things we bought at the store the other day, and it's so nerve-wracking, especially in the times that we are now, that things cost so much. And what store did you go to? Well, we went to um, Tractor Supply. We went to Beals. That's Bell's, by the way, Bell's, folks. By the way, that's a uh, yeah, that's a uh, Pirates Wafer. Is his his uh, is the way he talks. That's yes. just the way it is. Yeah. It's Beals. Yeah, Beals. And, and we've um, we have done a little bit of Amazon. Mm-hmm. But there's more to be done. I think I think the wife actually went out and did some uh, shopping as well, like at Marshalls or Target or something like that. Well, you 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 still got 13 days, man. You're not you're not getting close, but uh, you know another week or so. If you still haven't gotten it done, I, I would I would panic a little bit too. Then at, then we just get down to gift cards and hundred dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you saw today. When you walked into my house to, uh, you know, get ready to do the show and everything and we're hanging out, you saw all those packages from Amazon. Well, I uh, I literally did my shopping within two hours on Monday. All Amazon. 100%. Oh, shit. Yep. Well, I, mean, I am. You know- I have become a believer because... The other things we're going to get into in this opening segment, and and this is going to be a little bit of a rant and an opinion thing, is that when I used to go to the mall, and I didn't mind going to the mall because I wasn't going to buy anything. I went to the mall to scout, and because there is something said about walking through a store, and, you know, because my my problem, my challenge always is, what do I get so-and-so? So at least when I went to the mall, I would look and then I would write it down on my phone. And I got to the point now with my uh, creativeness that um, the uh, she's actually she's actually sick. There's Sorry. a meowing going on over there. Yeah, she's she's actually sick. That's why she's out here. So anyways, a little sidebar there. But, um, you know, going to the mall, I didn't mind because I wasn't going to do any shopping now. Here's going to get to the thing that we get into here now with the whole self-checkout thing, okay? You know, I'm not a fan of it. How about you? No, I despise it. Um, I really do. Me too. I, I Yeah. I am just, I think you lose out on customer service and that point-to-point contact between the 
the uh, customer service rep and you and that 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 intimate right relationship you make for that two minutes well, that you're there plus they can scan the stuff faster than i can because they're so used to the product that their brain automatically knows where the barcode is at exactly you know? you're not looking all over yeah it. They, it you know that that's part of the experience of going to like Publix per se is that these these people they they look at the box but they in their mind know all the products and even if they don't they usually find it for real quick rarely ever on a cash register at Publix and they can't find the barcode no they just boop well bloop, bloop, it just keeps going through right when i go to a store and go christmas shopping for example like at target or if i went to walmart mm -hmm. and all i see is self-checkouts and i have a big cart i've already spent maybe an hour or two walking yep the whole store then you get to hang out more and check out. And now I got to like wait in line at checkout. And then I've got to actually do the work. Yeah, that's bullshit. I'm like, this is BS, man. Well, and here's, here's where it's backfiring on them. People like you and I hate them and use them if, if uh, try not to use them at all costs. Um, theft is up big time now. Sure. Because you know what, you know what, you know what the company is telling us like Walmart per se, or these other places well, since you're entrusting me to check out, since somehow that stopped becoming a thing, then I might skimp on a couple items. And I wouldn't do it, but I get the principle of it. Um, shame to say, Pirate, I stole 50 cents from Home Depot. You know why? Because I, I had to use a self-freaking checkout, and I bought some bolts. Well, there's no QR code or barcode on a, on a thing of bolts. But, you know, I work in IT. I know tech a little bit. I says, yeah, I'll just look it up on the screen. Couldn't find it for the life of me. And then I start looking around to see if the one person who handles four self-checkout registers are around and she's helping somebody else. And I, I gave it a solid two-minute wait, standing there with the light blinking and everything. I put the bolts in my pocket. I still paid for everything else. I skipped it. I was like, nope, bullshit. Yeah, it's dumb. So I stole 50 cents because I couldn't figure out how to look up shit but they're telling me I have to check out. Yeah, I'm going to make a phone call real quick to Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that just fires me up. And, and like even to, but even to the point circling back to the Amazon thing. I love it, dude. Look how fast I got finished shopping. Because even before the scouting mission at the mall, when I did go, because that was pretty much my go-to during Christmas. I pretty much went to the mall and Target and Walmart, and that was it. I didn't need to run all these other places. Cause that's what the mall was for, dude. I would get bags of stuff, run out to the car, throw it in the trunk, go back through. I, I found everything I want. Even if I didn't have a list, I was know who I was shopping for and I'd come across something. They would like that, buy it, you know? Yeah. I don't have to do that anymore, man. I, I mean, there is a little nostalgia when you walk of through course, the mall. Of course it is. Everything is decorated. It is. I don't hate the mall for that. It cheesy christmas music in the big speakers up there i like christmas music yeah, I, mean, I love good. christmas i'm well, a christmas I'm fan it's terrible but i'm saying they're playing the music you know jingle bells jingle bells yeah. and you're walking through the mall maybe someone's maybe it's a little crowded maybe they're you know dingling in the salvation army thing maybe there's you know maybe they're cooking up some uh coffee that there's, smells like mint or something and there's activities going there's activities. on it looks like you're in like a town center yeah and and i and i do think and I do miss sometimes the fact that 
we don't have that nostalgia anymore at malls. Well, my, my thing with, with the malls, I'm not against the malls. I'm against our mall, the Brandon Mall. Okay, because there was a time and we were just talking about it earlier with the 9-11 thing. But there was a time I didn't mind going to that mall because it was a nice mall. The the stores, there was plenty of different options. There was a lot of variety. You know, that was fine. Now you're not going to have any options there anymore. Well, it's it's run down. All these stores are like like I was there three weeks ago, dude. There's a T-shirt store in the mall. That's not going to last. A what the t- hell? What just pure, just you can make custom t-shirts. That's not going to last at a mall. That needs to be in a strip mall somewhere or something like that. You know, sure. it just, yeah, it just, it just dumb. I've seen they have a 7-Eleven in the middle. Right. But dumb, what the 7-Eleven is smart. The t-shirt store, that's a dumb business model. The 7-Eleven is actually pretty brilliant. You don't want to hit the food court. No. So, hey, I'll get a Snickers and a Coke or something. You know, that's actually pretty smart to do that. Think about it. I, I just seen they got a lot of stores that are starting to check out or they're starting to look really run down. Yeah. And the, the whole place in a, in a whole is starting to get run down. And it's because of several different factors. Well, well I'm just saying my to, to the point where I, I know where you're going with that. The inverse of that is last year I went to the International Mall to do a scouting trip. Well, you know how that turned into a big waste of time? All that shit was too expensive. I'm not buying that for people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I wasted half of a day to try to do some actual shopping where, you know, I was still going to do the write down thing and buy it later. But I'm like, I'm not paying $60 for a gift for somebody. That's just a friend. You know, yeah, no I've, offense. I've been to all those international stores and walked around and it's, it's good to gawk at everything and go, wow, look at this. Let's go in Crate and Barrel. Oh, they got some nice furniture here. Yeah. Oh, look at this sofa. What do you think, honey? Well, let's sit on it. Well, it's like, it's well, look like, at the price tag. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At the international I, sofa. Yeah. At the international mall. Yeah. But even to your point, I knew you were going with the demographics. The demographics of the, of our Brandon Mall has oh, changed. Lousy, it dude. just, it's, it's just, everyone in there, it, it feels ghetto. And that's not a black thing. That's a white thing. That's a Latin thing. That's an everybody thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I don't, I've lost my appeal to go to that mall. Um, the one up in, um, you know, wiregrass is, is pretty decent, but you know, I'm, yeah, it's starting I'm, to get run down, but, but I'm not much of a shopper. So I don't go out of my way. So like, even back to my point earlier, even when I did shop before Amazon, I was still efficient. I was mall, Walmart, target. A lot of times I didn't even do Walmart. It was usually the mall target one day done. Well, that day now has turned into two hours. Thanks to Amazon. <laughs> I don't I don't yeah. have to go anywhere. Well, and, and just with department stores, um, gas stations, um, any place that's going to try to make me check out on my own. Right. Sam's Club. You know, you sucks. Name, yeah. I, I, next thing I know, the auto parts store is going to be self-checkout. Uh, you know? I guess I'm going to check out with the transmission then. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know what? Train the people. Stop wasting your money on thousands and thousands of dollars of infrastructure to make a self-checkout machine and then have some pay somebody 15 to 18, 20 dollars an hour to right. stand there and hawk over me to see I'm scanning properly when I'm not a cashier. Right. Even though, side note, I did that at one point in my life. But but always do it on a daily anymore. So I'm not an expert anymore. And, and, and we shouldn't be. And because of that model, look how long the lines are for self-checkout now. Because oh, 
it was a couple months ago. I went to a Walmart with a friend. I wasn't shopping, so I wasn't getting like worked up over it. But dude, as soon as we walked in, I make a purpose to look at the self checkout. Holy shit, the lines out the it's fucking bad. door. And you know, there's nobody getting irate. There's nobody going, oh, screw this. I thought people would just leave their cook because I sometimes get upset. I go, well, enough people have complained, Pirate, that Walmart did say they're going to start bringing back real cashiers. They need to. They've got all those lanes. Yeah. That are, no workers. Yeah, no workers. Yeah, no, I think that's a good thing. I, I see the pivot. I don't see self-checkout going away. I think self-checkout is fine if you have you know, five or six things real quick, but to do a whole shopping cart load, whether it's food or Walmart, it's stressful. It is dude. It, it is. And you know, and you know me, I work in tech and I don't want to screw with that because I know even if I scan it right, it's going to break or you scan something and it scans it twice. And then you got to call somebody over. Can you delete that line, please? Sure. It's just like in they check and it's just like, your, your fucking stupid ass machines don't work, but you're telling me I still have to self check out. How about this? If you try to pay with cash and they got that machine and don't scan right, and you gotta you gotta insert the bills into the mm-hmm. inserter gimmick. Yeah, just like the old Coke machine, but it wouldn't accept it because the it, bill keeps flopping back out. You keep straightening it out, and you're like, I just want to pay for my stuff here, and and, I, and I, you ain't got time for that. And I'll admit to you, pirate, not once have I ever put cash in a self checkout machine because I knew that would happen. I've always paid by credit card. We'll see. But that's the thing. Nobody's getting mad. Nobody's getting upset. No one's having a fit. They're, but listen, hear me. They are. They are. I've, Maybe I'm I, just I, not seeing it. No. Not, I see all these Kool-Aid drinkers okay. standing in line. You haven't seen it personally. I'm talking about via articles and through word of mouth. Okay. That, that companies have put out statements, like I said, with the Walmart, that they are going to bring back cashiers because people are getting fed up because the thing is, you don't, you know, some people still make a scene regardless. Well, a lot of people go home and write a strongly worded email to these corporations these and, and they've been telling them, yeah. you don't even have to write a letter anymore and snail mail it and everything. You can even text some of these places. They've got customer service text. So they probably make a dissertation up of how much they help, hate self checkout. Personally, I wouldn't do it that way. I'd just do an email. And believe it or not, a lot of people. Well, still- I know they have at the receipt. Sometimes when you go to the Home Cheapo at the bottom, they go, "Oh, you got questions or comments? Take the survey. We'll give you a hundred And guess what? The people who are getting tired of this shit are the, are the ones that've been commenting to to corporate. Yeah, maybe I should comment, but you know, even McDonald's, which I don't go to McDonald's, I don't go there anymore. But the thing is, I went there one time when this shit first started. They had this big ass touchscreen, looked like a big ass iPod. Yes, iPad. 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 I've messed with it. It sucks. It, it sucks. I'm like, I got to pick all this shit out. Even Taco Hell had it. Mm-hmm. I went to a Taco Hell up in New Tampa, and I walked in. There's nobody at the counter. Yeah. Because there's too many people don't want to work, and they're afraid to talk well, to the public. I actually so got to have a computer do the job. Well, I didn't know Taco Bell started that either. The last time I went there about six months ago. Actually, same thing. I stood at the counter for like three minutes, and I saw all these people in the kitchen working around. I was like, damn, is anyone going to come out here? And then finally, I guess I was noticed by the manager who happened to be working the food line. I guess she was short. She goes, sir, you can just go and use a self-checkout. I was like, oh, cool. I haven't been here in a while. Sorry. So it it still annoyed me that I I did get ignored at first. You know, I thought that was kind of long to be standing by myself out the counter, nobody saying anything. 
to tell me to go use the self checkout. And then, you know, I was like, okay, that's kind of bullshit. Oh, I get mad. I, I walk out of places when it's like that. I wouldn't be like you. Cool. I'd be like, well, the fuck you finally going to, uh, well, here's the thing. I rarely eat Taco Bell and it is my favorite fast food ever. Is it? Oh yeah. I you like the Taco fucking Bell, huh? love Taco Bell. Awesome. So since I don't eat it that much, I hear what you're saying. I would have stomped out too. I was like, nah, I'll fucking do it. <laughs> oh, I get mad. I get irate. And I'm just like, so my whole thinking is, and we had a story we did, and I did a story a while back, back earlier in many podcasts. Our loyal listeners probably could dig it up and find the actual moment. But I talked about a segment a while back about when these electric car designers and car uh, companies had decided to make electric cars. Mm-hmm. Did they ever decide to like say, hey, let's take a survey and ask the American public what they think about self checkout? Would they really entertain it? Right. And, <laughs> and we would like never. You did we, the story on the Edsel Ford, how they never really asked the American public, "Hey, would you like to drive this space age car mm-hmm. that looks ridiculous?" Right. Right. And, and that's the whole thing. Point I'm making is, is I just don't think they really think these things through. I know they want to try new things. You know what? Maybe I'm an old fuddy duddy, but you know what? If it ain't broke. I'll fix it. I'll well, fix it. I'm going to warn you now because you, 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 you know, I go to one grocery store. You stop by it now and then. The one here by my house, they said that they're going to install self checkout. However, I will not use it unless I have just a little to go card. If I go in there for four or five things, like I said, I'll use it. I am yeah. not taking a shopping full cart buggy. full of buggy, full, full of food. And self-checking out. No, I'm not rolling up with a big-ass buggy nope. Nope. full of cans and you know, meat. Because you know what also is self-checkout that we haven't talked about? What? You have to fucking bag it yourself now, too. Oh, so, I can't Exactly. So not only are you self-checking out, you also have to bag your own shit. So now the slogan is not where shopping is a pleasure. We're shopping is work. Well, be pu- the damn well Publix is drinking the Kool-Aid is yes, what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but you are. know what? There are some people who do like it, believe it or not. But I've met more people like ourselves who can't stand it versus they like so it. Let's talk about this other option here, too. Mm-hmm. So here's the other question that I've always had to ponder. Why the hell do these people still ask me paper or plastic when I don't see a damn paper bag laying around? It's. It's What's down and behind. Tucked under because it's too hard for us to open them up, so we don't ask. Well, plastic's been the standard for about 30 years now. But, dude, all these people that think they're, quote, saving the environment. Oh, because they want paper? Well, paper is more environmental than plastic. It is. It is. It is. Because most of the paper bags are actually harvested from agricultural pine trees most likely right right which are and it's a renewable source and the trees put oxygen into the environment and absorb carbon dioxide what does the plastic do it comes from oil and it's those things sit in landfills for how long they said thousands of years forever i mean hell unless you recycle your bags probably build a building out of them and well they they have the option where you can buy your own Publix grocery bags and bring those in. Oh, yeah. I mean, you probably could, but I mean... Yeah. I mean, why? When they should be offering the paper bags instead of the wasted plastic. Yeah. Well, I know. I'm with with you on that, too. But you know what it is for efficiency? I I do would prefer paper, but for efficiency, 
I go with the plastic because it's right there. They've got that little uh, that little bar thing, and they could just keep filling it up, put it in the cart with you know with paper, man. You got to take it out, pop it. You got to double bag it. I don't care what they say. You got to double bag it. So you got to get it all formed right or everything, and then you you only can put up about halfway because you put too much in a paper bag, you know everything falls well, I've, out. I've shopped at this Aldi store. That, yeah, you got to be. Hey, you got to bag that yourself too, don't you? Yeah, now that mm-hmm. the only thing is, is you we, still have a checkout person though. There's a checkout dude. Yeah, but and you still have to have bag checkout, but we don't use it No. because we pay cash when we go to Aldi. Mm-hmm. So the only reason why we're going to Aldi is because. There are some forces in this universe that have made things freaking expensive at the store. People are hurting, man. And it, no one gives a shit that the middleman is hurting here. So we're trying to save a little bit of money and buy our groceries cheap. So we go to this place where they have no bags unless you want to buy their bags. Yeah, you got you to buy their bags. But so me and the wife use their free boxes. So we put the boxes in the cart, put the canned items and all the other food in the boxes as we shop. Mm-hmm. And then we throw a couple empties on top, and then as the guy checks us out, the boxes are already in the cart. We're good to go. Yeah, but see, that is my gri- gripe with Audi. I don't want to do all that. No, I think it is a little bit of work. I know you're saving money. I get it, and you're in a different situation than me. I'm not there yet. Push come the shove. If I have to, I'll switch to Audi because I know it's a lot cheaper, but it's also a lot of lot of extra work. But, but I uh, will say the checkout guys are pretty pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not They're quick. Girls yep. and gals there, they're quick and they're speedy, mm-hmm. and they give you your cart, and you're on your way. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you have the option to bring your own bags, like you said, at Publix. Yeah, yeah. I, I stopped there on a blue moon, but I just, I don't, it, you know, it's kind of like the self-checkout thing. I don't care for the process. I don't care for having to remember to bring a quarter to get a stupid shopping cart, and then, you know, use boxes or have to buy bags. I mean, the last time I went there, it'd been so long. I totally forgot about the bag thing. I I did remember my quarter and then, you know, and then, you know, I was like, ah, shit, I got to pay for freaking grocery bags. So I had to buy like five of them. I know that's only, you know, a couple bucks or whatever, but we do buy them. We only, we bought a couple, a couple times where we wanted to put certain things like that didn't belong in a box. Yeah. Put them in there. We don't double bag, and their bags, for the most part, as long as they don't get wet, are pretty thick. They're pretty thick. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, in all the years back in the old days when I was in the grocery store business, most people didn't need double bag. Yeah. There'd be a lot of times you'd put a handful, as long as you don't overwhelm them more than like 10 pounds, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, bags are bags. This day in history for December 12th. Here we go. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, I'm sure you all remember the hanging Chad. Oh, yeah, yeah. The infamous uh, voting of Florida and uh, more specific Broward County, I remember. Exactly. This was the day, and this also could fall under Florida news, but this is the day in the year 2000. In the year 2000. Yes. The U.S. Supreme Court effectively awarded the presidency to George W. 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 Bush, ruling that his fair recount of balance in Florida could not be performed by the deadline for certifying the state electors. So that was the day they did that. You know, I'm, I'm not, the, I wasn't the biggest fan of George Bush, but we definitely dodged a bullet compared to having Al Gore. 
Oh yes, we did. Yeah, we hey, Imagine. we would have been driving EVs by now if it was Al Gore oh, yeah. and been broke as hell. Oh yeah, we would have been. Yep. Anyways, what else you got? Um, well, this day in history, um, let's see. The Prime Minister of Jamaica was born, Portia Simpson Miller, in 1945. Bob Barker, American Game Show host. Yeah, come on down. Come on down. Yeah, and he was in the movie with Adam Sandler, 1923. Yeah, and uh, and uh, Happy Gilmore was 1996. Frank Sinatra, 1915. Born or died. Born. Born, duh, 1915. Yes, yes. You would have died in 1915. <laughs> yeah. And uh, American actor, 1893, Edward G. Robinson. Edward G. Robinson. Yeah. Um, let's see what else happened in today's history. The music drama Saturday Night Fever. Or, oh, yeah. 77. Yeah. Freaking staying alive and all staying that stuff. Alive. And the disco soundtrack by the Bee Gees was also released. Okay. So um, let's see what else we have here in history. Just moving along. Um, You're killing the audience here with these pauses, man. I'm, I'm really killing it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you don't, you don't pause too much on a podcast or radio, man, because then it's just turning into, um, uh, huh. The thing is, I'm, I'm scrolling through some of my notes, and if you can't handle the pause, <laughs> we're going to be moving on to another section because there is no more this day in history because December 12th, was basically probably, you know, just... Yeah, a, may, maybe not a whole lot was going on. Not a lot. You know, I think in December, things just kind of fizzle down. It's the end of the year. Yeah. So, hey. All right. No big deal, man. We'll move on to the next section, man. Let's do it. The interesting stuff regardless. <laughs> Cosmics. Uh, hear about this pirate? Just found out about this yesterday. Yeah, I heard about this McDonald's shit. It's, yeah, it's supposed to be a McDonald's... Uh, concept and what they're going to do is specialize in coffee and desserts and a couple of things that they showed is that they're coming out the s'mores cold brew so i'm assuming it's a coffee that tastes like s'mores 320 calories not too bad then they got a chai frappe burst which is at 400 calories and then the churro frappe, so a, a drink that tastes like a churro. You know, you, you're married to a half Mexican or whatever. You know, you, you like yourself a good churro, don't you? She's full, by the way. Oh, she's full? <laughs> well, I say, I say half because she's, she's Tex-Mex, so maybe that's my dismissive of, uh, of, her, of her half. Uh, sorry there, Mrs. Pirate, if you happen to be uh, <laughs> listening here. But um, see, with the... You light your ass up, boy. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, whatever, man. She, hey, she so, calls me... She calls me Ching Wong, and... Uh, so here's the thing. You're, you're saying that these McDonald's people are creating a watered-down version of Starbucks. Well, there's, there's a reason for this, and, okay. and, I, and I actually found this uh, very interesting. So here, here, boom, you just said it. Yeah, because yeah. McDonald's has been targeting the low-end audience for the last decade. With overpriced burnt coffee. So here, here's, here's what the article says here. Cosmics is a new spinoff restaurant idea from McDonald's. Um, so-and-so describes it's a small format concept with all the DNA of McDonald's, but its own unique personality. It seems a company plans to lean into the space-based futurism of the past aesthetic associated with Cosmic's character 
from the late 80s and early 90s. Now, that makes me interested right there and going, if it's going to be a little nostalgic in there. McDonald's has had success with the nostalgia mark and lately having rolled out adult Happy Meals, which is hilarious. We, we could talk about that, but that's that's silly. Um, last year, before reintroducing the hamburger in April, I didn't know they brought the hamburger and grimaces back. So I think from a marketing standpoint, that's actually pretty smart because when it comes to McDonald's commercials the last several years, not that I pay attention too much, but I notice it's just people and kind of plain and vanilla. I miss the old characters. So I didn't even know they were planning on on doing that. But what they plan on doing is they're going to do one location um, in uh, Bolingbrook, Illinois. It's about 30 miles outside of Chicago. Um, they said it'll actually open up uh, this month. But McDonald's plans to open approximately 10 Cosmics pilot locations by the uh, end of 2024. So we won't see it around here anytime soon. But uh, if they're going to throw in the nostalgic factor and it's going to be more like a coffee shop, because I tell you, I like their coffee. Heck, I buy their coffee from Publix. They got, I know you're not a coffee guy, but it's pretty good. But No, I am a coffee guy. You are? I thought you skipped on a coffee, man. Only in the summertime. Oh, uh, okay, because you, you told me you usually do tea and stuff I like do tea that. in the summer and coffee in the... Uh... Okay. Oh, a cup of tea. Come on, mate. Yeah, I'm 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 uh, I'm 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 coffee uh, all the time. But uh oh, I had myself some uh ro- medium roast this morning. Yeah, okay. Well you know, it was cold as all out this yeah. morning here. So here, here's somebody already spotted the menu at this place. So they're gonna have iced teas and lemonades of all different kind See, of flavors you want. Um they're gonna have something called the signature Gallic Galactic Boost, which looks like it's gonna be more like a smoothie. Yeah, it, it's their version of smoothie. They're going to have slushies and frappes and then um, different kind of brews. You can get a mocha, cappuccino, a latte. So, yeah, they're definitely doing the Starbucks things. Very limited sandwiches on this. All I see is a spicy queso sandwich hamburger and a creamy avocado. So it's sounding a little Californian in a way. Um, But you can still get an egg McMuffin, a bacon um, McMuffin with egg, which is interesting. I've never had a McMuffin with bacon. I do like their breakfast. And a sausage McMuffin with egg, that's my favorite. That is my go-to. If I do get McDonald's breakfast, I get that. they got a good egg McMuffin. Yeah, and they're they're still going to have the McFlurry. Looks like they're going to have baked goods, like different kind of cookies. Um, One of your favorites, Pirates, they're still going to have the cones, a soft serve. Um, Oh, but let me ask you a question. Yeah. Every time that you go in there, is the machine going to be mysteriously broken? <laughs> well, we we won't know because... Why is that? Every time you go to a McDonald's... Well... Hey, yeah. I'd like to get a cone or a McFlurry or a Sunday. Oh. Sorry, sir. No, not... The machine. Okay. And I you thought, know what that is. Yeah, yeah, no. That's I... lie to the redneck on the other side. That's me, <laughs> who they're talking about. That we're just too lazy to clean the machine. Well, this is a brand new store, so let's assume that... Everything will be working, but fired. Chicago, you plan on going to Chicago anytime soon? I know I'm not, so we oh, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna we ain't gonna there. see this for a while. But but it sounds interesting because my complaint with Starbucks is it's overpriced and it tastes like shit. Because I like coffee, I rather go to Dunkin' Donuts all day. But especially during the holidays, they don't have the like. There's the a problem eggnog. with the Starbucks. I'm still trying to figure out how to order tall, medium, short. Right, long, whatever the hell their drink size is. Well, a t- I'll educate you. A tall, a tall is a small. <laughs> okay, I, I'm trying to figure that a, out still. A, a grande is a medium. Okay, okay. And I don't even know how to say that. Okay, word. and then a venti is a large. Now you're speaking a different language. Venti, 
because How do you spell I, that? because I was a Starbucks guy at one time till I realized this is overpriced garbage coffee. It, you it, mean it, the cup costs more than the coffee? Is what you're saying? Pretty much, that's what you're paying for. I knew it. Yeah, and the and the reason why I still went here and there is because I'm an eggnog junkie. I love me an eggnog. Okay. Yeah, they make a mean eggnog latte. Who I does? will. I will go Starbucks. Oh really? I will go to Starbucks for that. They have a peppermint mocha as well. Holy shit! I mean, it is a sugar rush. Well, but it McDonald's makes an eggnog shake. Um, they make they make a shake, but we're talking. Latte, coffee, hot. Coffee with what? eggnog. I don't, I don't get the cold brew. I don't do the cold stuff. No, no, no. When I get coffee, I yeah, want it hot. So when I'm talking the eggnog latte. If I want a coffee that's a cold brew, I just heat up a coffee, let it sit on a table for 20 look, minutes. Man, you've been there a few times. You know how when they steam the milk? Yeah. They steam the eggnog. Ugh. No, it's good. Oh, is it good? Dude, it is, it is coffee. It's a warm eggnog with freaking coffee in it, but espresso shot, really. Okay. So it's delicious, but I give Starbucks a couple of, but I can see, I can see a, uh, you know, I can see a future with this, with this new place here. It's, it just sounds interesting. We won't see it anytime soon, but you know, whatever. Here's the thing. I know that McDonald's has a lot of locations in this area. Do you think that these franchisees will just jump on board because they're probably already got the wealth where they could say, I'll open a location I don't, or two. I don't know the legality of it. I'm thinking this is a pure corporate move and nothing stopping corporate from moving into this territory because it's technically not a McDonald's. They don't have to they don't have to get with the franchisees so because the franchisees because it can, can be one? it can it, they can, but I don't see them offering that at first because what I see they're test piloting this concept. So I see corporate owning this, and then if it takes off, they can offer to sell it to a franchisee. Okay. But my other point being is I think if they wanted to put one of these in this area, they don't even have to talk to the franchisees because this is purely corporate. They keep running their McDonald's. Well, I think they would try to put it up the road a little bit from the Starbucks. That would be super smart. Yes. Yeah, Cosmix. Cost, cost so, yeah, I I think it's interesting. You know, I'm I'm, I'm with you. I'm not nearly as the McDonald's fans I used to be. I still like a Big Mac once in a while, but I can go without it too. Well, the big to do is the service and the service price. sucks. The price, the quality sucks too. Quality. I've I'm got telling you, man, the Firestone hamburgers. Yeah. Before from oh that. yeah. No, I've, um, yeah. My, my, it's my, like rubber. My day, but I mean, I worked at McDonald's in the nineties and I tell you what, when I made, when I was a cook, when I made a Big Mac, it looked like a Big Mac. It looks like a piece of shit now. Oh, they it, just it, slop it together. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, mine did not look like that, dude. I can glue pipe fittings to be, and make yeah. them look it, good. It's a little pride in your work. And then slap that sauce yeah. all over the place. It almost looked like the picture, so Michael Douglas won't come here and blow us away like in that movie Falling Down. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. And you know, it's funny. As we've gotten older, more people are saying, I can relate to this guy now. <laughs> as, a like teenage, guy. as a teenager, you're like, what the hell's wrong that with guy this guy? Some good points, man. <laughs> he, he made, hey, he handled it wrong. But he made good points. Yeah, good points. I mean, <laughs> hey, everybody handles things in their own way. Well, dude, you can't take an Uzi out inside of a McDonald's, man. You're going to get killed by the cops, dude. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyways. Florida news on December 12th. <laughs> you got it, everybody. The 
The 216 segment. barrels of rum. Oh, this is the pirate section. He, he, This is all him with Florida News. I'll just opine as this I hear something. all the segment you've been waiting for, all you loyal listeners. The biggest part of the show. Biggest part, yes, sir. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. You know, I mean, Pirated sometimes it's too show. much. You got it. <laughs> so listen here. I have a story that you're going to like. Mm-hmm. Everybody, all the listeners and Chewy. The leukistic, I don't know if my hillbilly language is working here, but I think it's a leukistic or leukistic alligator. Hmm, never heard of that. Not to be confused with the albino, because these alligators have blue eyes. So this extremely rare white alligator born in Florida, there's only it's the only eight, the eighth one in the world. And this is according to Gator Land. So, so it, it's a white alligator, but with blue eyes? Kind of white. It looked kind of like a pinkish white. Wow. And it was born, first one born this month. It was a uh, a uh, twins. So the brother was born with a normal color, but with blue eyes. And the, the baby girl was kind of a white colored, pinkish colored. So the so the brother gator is your standard green gator. He just happens to have blue eyes. Exactly. Oh man, I want to see this. Yeah, well you can at Gate Orlando in Orlando. Yeah, I'm I'm making a personal note here because I you know it's on their website or Facebook page. Sorry, oh, Facebook. I'm using your terms now. Well, you man. know, before long, all our listeners will be using it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know. So. Yeah, yeah this, I just uh, say beware of the dark side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> turning so, into pirate. So they they were both weighing ninety six grams. They were hundred under a hundred centimeters long. So if you guys are into those measurements, you could you know add two and two, figure it out. Um, they were given an A plus at their vet checkup at Gate Orland, and um, their that's di- a good place too. Oh yeah, it's badass. It's a, it's a sanctuary, and. Uh, they, they, it's a sanctuary and, um, or rehabilitation center for, for gators, man. Yeah, uh, they, I like they, to go there. They, they, we ought to make it a trip, man. I've, it's been since the eighties since I've been, let's um, do it one weekend. We'll, we'll, we'll make it a, we'll make it a big family thing. I'd love to go check them out. Yeah. If we go though, we're taking back roads there. Well, you, you know it. I'm just going to hang along for the ride and play DJ and piss you off with my rock and roll music. You'd be like, come on, Chewy, put on some country. You'd probably play some B-side music. Yeah, man, I like the B sides. Hey, that's just like uh, that's just like um, what's what's the uh, what's that band from uh, from the seventies? Uh, man, I'm having a brain fart. I don't know. There's a lot of bands from the seventies. The Blue Oyster, the Blue Oyster Cult. Oh I'm burning for you. Oh, that yeah. that song. They said time to play B sides. <laughs> <laughs> Well, cool, man. Blue-eyed alligator. Yeah, I so like these it. Alligators. I just got a couple other notes on the alligators. They eat bite-sized pieces of raw chicken, and this is actually the same Gator Land for our listeners that is home to Jawline, the jawless gator. Yes, yes. Didn't didn't we talk about Jawline a few minutes on it? Yeah, I a few shows. You did a segment. Yeah, a few shows ago we talked about Jawline, yeah, but this is a little follow-up. You yeah, know. but those, but but for those of you listeners, and this is where I got to promote my home state. If you're looking to come to Florida and do something other than the cliche stuff of Disney and the beaches, Gatorland's a great option to go see, man. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So, Jawline, by the way. 
was inspired by Dolly Parton, the song Jolene. Of course, Jolene. Yeah. Wish we had a little soundbite for that Jolene song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, get I, one on there one day. Yeah, I, 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 hey, gotta love Dolly, man. She, she, yes, she, I, she, I she her. is a doll. I love she her is. too, man. I love her. She, hey, she's about as Americana as it gets, she dude. She is very Americana. And did you see her in that cowboy outfit a couple? Oh, jeez. Oh, I, yeah. I felt, I felt something's wrong with me. I'm looking at a 77-year-old woman who looks that freaking hot. Oh, yeah. Oh. Did you Ooh. feel like Jim in the American Pie? Yeah, I'm at the admit, I was starting to get a little bit of chub, and I was telling myself to stop it. That lady's older than my mom. Oh, boy. Yeah. But, hey, dude, she looked freaking great. That's awesome. The two new Lucista Gators will need a name, Chewy, and Gatorland wants your help. I already got it. So you can do so. I already by- got it. Pirate and Chewy. Yeah, we could name that Pirate and yeah, Chewy. Yeah, man. So you can do this, Chewy. Pirate and Chewy. Listeners by commenting on their social media, oh. Facebook or Fakebook. Well, I'm going to comment because how cool would it be to have, um, uh, you know, gators named after us? You oh, know? They need to. They need to name it. <laughs> this is Jabba the Hutt would say, well, you know, Chewy, hey, Jabba's related to a gator. I have some uh, homework for you. You need to get on Fakebook. Okay. Um. Yeah, Instagram and uh, the uh, YouTube. Of course. I, I think I follow them all on the social medias. Yeah, yeah. No Snapchat, though. I ain't doing that shit. No. So I got another Florida man story. All right. So this one happened uh, on December 6th this year. This guy, he allegedly crashed his stolen Mustang into the sheriff's cars and an Uber vehicle, killing three. Better not be my Mustang. Oh, he stole this one. So this happened over by the Skyway Bridge and I-275 in St. Petersburg. The troopers responded to assist Hillsborough sheriffs. Regarding a stolen Mustang, the driver was a 22-year-old Leah Zavani Roman, and uh, he crashed into two HSCO vehicles before fleeing the scene. So, Holy crap, yeah, man. Crash into two sheriffs? What the hell, man? So you stole the car, you crashed to... Uh... You know, sheriff deputies. Oh boy! I think he crashed him on purpose. Oh, uh, to try to try to split. Yeah, and he split, and then he led the officers on a high speed chase, in which he then collided with a oncoming FHP trooper. Holy crap! When did this happen? Uh, December sixth, and it didn't even make the regular people news, by the way. Well. You know, I, I do check one local page a day. I, I, I guess I must have missed that. This you know, I'm, I'm, I think I saw the headline, but I didn't read into it. Was it was hidden in the back a little bit. I had yeah. to dig deep. Well, I checked, I checked Fox 13 News uh, Monday through Friday. Yeah, because I don't a lot of the blabs. Well, I don't like watching regular TV news, like the local news, because I think it's just garbage. But uh, the websites, at least you can filter through. I think I did see that, but I passed, passed through it. But it caught your eye. Wow. Oh, that, it caught that, mine. Yeah. And then this, this joker here... Um, he then um, hit the vehicle so hard it turned around and rammed the vehicle again. I guess he hit it hard and turned around, did like a burnout, and rammed into the vehicle again. So he, he, he hit this FHP, turned around, came back, and rammed the FHP again, like spitefully. Like this guy is, this guy is insane. Lunatic, dude. And then um, as he was speeding off, he wasn't paying attention, obviously. And he hit a Dodge van, which was the Uber vehicle, head uh, on. Uh, 
Um, so there was some innocent people involved here. Oh, man. Well, I bet, I, hey, I bet you even the cops, they're back, their neck, the ones who got rammed. You know, HP guy, he's injured. The One of the HCSOs was injured. The driver of the van and the passenger, they both passed away. <gasps> the other passenger. Oh, my God. Later at the hospital. Dude, that's freaking awful, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, man. This guy here has no regard for human life. He put deputies in the path of danger. The good thing is this guy was apprehended. He was charged with felony murder, vehicle homicide, aggravated fleeing, eluding, driving while license is suspended, involving death and battery of law enforcement. Officer, is that a, a mouthful or what? Well, he's he's never going to have freedom again. He's done. Yeah, he's, he's in jail the rest of his life. No, no pardon. No, none of that. Nope. Because he intentionally did this when he could have when he could have just gave up when he was busted by just merely stealing, stealing the car. He could have avoided hurting any police officers. He could have avoided killing innocent people who were just out on an Uber drive. Oh man, that's, that's awful. Anyways, man, let's move on. So here, as is usual in Florida, Oh boy. There always has to be a waffle house involved. (laughs) Oh no. Did this start at waffle house? Oh yeah. This started at waffle house. So, it actually wasn't at Waffle House, but let me tell you how it started here. So this guy here, Max Crickant, I don't even know how to pronounce these names they make up nowadays. He's uh-huh. 33 years old, by the way. Mm-hmm. He this, was this, ar- this is the perpetrator. Yes, this is the perp. Okay. He was arrested on pe- Pettit theft charge for failing to pay for a tattoo parlor. Wow. Earlier this month in December in Pinellas County. Yeah, they, well, they gave him a tattoo and he didn't pay? How does that work? Yeah, he went to Ink Gods and he said, I want a Waffle House tattoo on my body. <laughs> so the uh, the tattoo artist said it's 250 And um, can, he, can I assume this guy is white trash? There we go. Yep, that's white trash. That's <laughs> trashy as they can get. Yep. Yep, yep. Give us country people a bad name. Can we get a Howard Dean for us? Oh, man, absolutely. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) So he claimed he couldn't pay for this tattoo because he did not have his debit card on him. You know, how convenient just to walk Uh, around. Yeah, yeah, after after already getting the tattoo, right? And then he failed to provide proof that he had $250 in his bank account, refused to pay the money after being offered multiple payment options. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing to pay off 250 bucks. And, and deputies finally searched Mr. Krajant's bag and found only six dollars in his and his driver's license. Wow. So then they just decided to book his ass into the Pinellas County Jail. And, of course, he was released on $150 bond. So he had $150 to be released. Mm-hmm. Somewhere, or someone gave it to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then he stole the Mustang. Oh, God. No, that's not. That's the other guy. Oh, you switched stories. Yes, I did. Oh, you didn't tell me that. I thought this was the same dude no, that he, is, he, uh, he he started his rampage by not paying for a Waffle no, House no, tattoo, no, 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 no. stole a Mustang, injured some deputies, and then killed people in an Uber. Yeah, that was a different story. Okay, you didn't segment it, man. Yeah, you, sorry, you, you sorry. threw me off here. I was like, well, man, this guy's if you this guy's really the, bad. Back up the, uh, the the thread or what have you. You'll see that uh, it uh, I had announced that i was changing stories okay i must i must have missed that because i was so enamored into your uh police chase story here (laughs) that was a good story wasn't it oh yeah no it's crazy man yeah 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 so um last story for the uh day 
or Florida news. Here's a typical Florida story. So we can't ever escape a Florida man story without a Florida mom story. (laughs) It's usually Florida man, but now this today you got Florida mom. Yeah. So buckle up your seatbelts, everybody. This is a story about a 47 year old mom. Oh boy. My heart beats just going, man. I see it. She faces child abuse charges. Go figure. After she allegedly caught in the act by a neighbor's ding dong doorbell camera footage. Mm. The homeowner says she reported to the contact, the sunrise police department after seeing the woman pull out a child of the backseat of her SUV by the hair and then chucking him into his, Booster seat at two fifteen in the afternoon. Wow! And so it was. This is a six-year-old kid that she's slinging around. Oh boy! And she repeatedly slapped him, throwing items at the kid in his at his head and in his body, and into the neighboring yard. The boy got out of the car and darts out. Hey, pissed off and scared. Oh yeah, he was scared as hell. Um, at that point. Uh, sheriffs uh, had arrived at the scene. Um, people had witnessed this. Um, they they uh, took pictures of the bruises on his body because obviously throwing stuff at him and slinging him around. Um, they took pictures and then they then charged her with um, child, child abuse. abuse, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. crazy, crazy, crazy lady. She told him that she was disciplining the boy for unclipping his car seat. Oh, yeah. Six-year-old. Beat, beat his ass that much, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, too bad she's all caught on the ring door cam, right? Yeah, she bonded out of jail for $5,000 wearing a blanket over her head. That's it, huh? Five uh, $5,000. She's out, man. Yes, sir. That is Florida Man and Woman Stories with Pirate. ABC slams Vivek for conspiracy theory about January 6th. They claim it has already been debunked so what happened in uh the debate is that he brought up the point that uh january 6th was partially a inside job and abc is basically trying to slam him for saying that it's already been proven it's not an inside job well last i checked the investigations aren't over with there's still trials going on for people who trespassed you know because that's basically what they did and I don't really care if this really pisses some of you off, but um, I, I, I see this as partially as an insider job. I mean, what, what do you think, Pirate? Yeah, I mean, it is an inside job. It was meant to sabotage our election, of course, right? Well, no, the, you got to remember the context of January 6th is that you had protesters that were pissed off that supposedly that trump lost yes that was and and that's why they uh, attacked the capitol but now that the context is coming out they didn't attack the capitol they broke in there there are some people who did break in but where the insider job stuff is coming from which i'm believing it as well because this has been happening this has been circulating for a couple years now is that the cops let a lot of people in. Well, they say that. No, no, there, there is no say. All the video footage has been released now. Now, sure. they show cops commonly escorting people throughout different built rooms in the Capitol. Some of them were high-fiving and fist-bumping um, them. Well, I, I 
I mean, I, the whole December 6th thing to Not me. Not December, January 6th. January 6th, I'm sorry. We are past December 6th, by the way. Yeah. The whole January 6th thing, by the way, to me, is it was misclassified as, a, I guess, an insurrection, I guess. Boom. And Boom. Yet, our federal government is prosecuting people for that extreme high treason and crime and all that stuff. What kind of... What kind of insurrection is it where the cops let you in certain places? Even that Buffalo guy, and I've seen this video a couple of years ago, he got an escort through one of the congressional chambers. You know, he didn't break nothing. He took a couple pictures. They asked him politely, don't break anything. He goes, oh, don't worry about that. And he, crazy enough, he only got four months in jail. Well, I think it was more of like a, um, an adult field trip. It was an adult field trip. It did get out of control. And here's the other point of the inside job. So not only did the cops allow people in, okay, um, there's also strong evidence that there was FBI informants mixed into the crowd to agitate the crowd, mainly this guy named Ray Epps. I've heard who, of it. And, and who is on video stirring it up. And people who dismiss an informant don't know anything about disruption or gaslighting or anything. It is a tactic as old as time. Back in the days of the kings, if the people were pissed off at the king, guess what? The king had the people in the crowd to get the word of what's going on sure. to either try to quelch it or to to try to stir it up. Because um, the ne- and and here's the thing: there's so many things that were um, missed represented or or bad information given out that day like one of the narratives was is that they said these protesters killed five cops and that turned out to be completely untrue the next day one cop um died of a heart attack which could have been from stress i'll give it to him but they try to play this narrative that the protesters killed cops never happened why to gaslight the gaslight things and it's like that never did happen. Even that day part, only one mainly peaceful protester was shot, and her name was Ashley Babbitt. I remember and that. She, and she was unarmed, by the way. She was sure. unarmed. She was still trying to go through a door that I was barricaded. But is is deadly force authorized when you're trying to break into someone's door? Well, a lot of people would argue yes in a way. It's no different than someone coming into your house. But there's a difference between a house and a public building. Either way, she was not armed, and she was gunned down over it. And crazy enough, the guy was never even brought up on charges. Well, as far as I know, nobody was armed in that situation. Well, none of the protesters were. None of them. They, they, they have still to not this day, Pirate, confiscated a single firearm. So let's get back to the brass tacks here. And I, and I know if we have listeners who are saying, man, this is just conspiracy theory stuff. What kind of insurrection happens with no firearms in a police escort? That is no insurrection. Nope. Those people trespassed, and they should get slapped on the hand and fined for it. But as far as this conspiracy to take over the government and Donald J. Trump backing on that up, that is all conspiracy now. So the conspiracy theorists are usually the ones who wait on information and find out that later on that it does become true and then you can turn it around and say the people that were accusing people of being, a, of being a conspiracy theorist are a conspiracy theorist now. That was no government takeover, dude. Sorry. Bunch of, bunch of assholes stormed the Capitol, 
and disrupted it. Not even major damage was done. I mean, one idiot stole a podium. <laughs> yeah, he was like, from Florida, by the way. Yeah, no, and and you know what? And 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 he's already been prosecuted. I don't know what it was, but you know, yeah, they're they're you know, you trespassed, you trespassed. That was no insurrection. Well, if I mean, if they were let in, someone said, "Come on in." Really isn't even trespassing. Well, really. Well, here's the deceit, pirate. These videos just got released a couple years, uh, just a couple days ago. They've been sitting on this shit for two years. Sure they have. Somebody has seen this footage. And I tell you what, I'm going to go into another rant about this. We had that January 6th committee, right, with basically a whole panel of congressmen who are anti-Trump people is what it all boils down to it. You know damn well they saw that footage as well and never put that into the report. Their report was completely one-sided, not even politically biased, just biased against Donald Trump that he is the reason why this happened. And shame on this for this, because they saw these other video footages, but they couldn't, they couldn't report that because it would completely change the narrative. And I think all those people should be expelled. Probably nothing is going to happen about it because they're in the protected class. They, they made a big kabuki theater about January 6th, even though they have no prosecution power. Um, they still referred their committee findings to the FBI. And now the FBI has brought up indictment charges on Donald Trump for January 6th, all based on half truths. No, no, it'll stick. I don't think. Well, that that's where a lot of people are saying a lot of this. This is just gross overpower from really corrupt politicians, man. It is. It, it, it is. So, so, and, 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 and like the, the fact that, Folks in the government or high ups or in charge think that the American public is stupid enough to believe that those people that actually were in the insurrection can actually take control of the government. They had there, there was and, 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 no right. Well, you're right. First plan. of all, it wasn't right. There was no plan. They, first of all, it wasn't an insurrection. Two, even if it was an ex insurrection, what kind of insurrectionist doesn't have a plan? One, what kind of insurrectionist doesn't have a firearm? So all these narratives fell apart real quick once these videos released. And I don't, I don't chastise Congressman Johnson, who's now the Speaker of the House, for, uh, oh, quit being so dramatic, man. You're not even gagging. Um, took a hit on my vape. And, and, and he, he acts like it makes him cough, but it doesn't make him cough. He's never once coughed from the vape. Cigars and cigarettes, I can get it. But no, back to, back to the point. They seen, this, they seen this video, just like last, week, last show with the blackface thing. They saw all this other footage. They chose not to report it because it challenges the narrative. And now we have um, indictments on our president based on information that's completely false. And now we know, I know it's all political, but this is completely political and dirty because now they're running with that so-called evidence to try to prosecute the president, man. I, I think, I mean, this is just amazing to me, man. I mean, I don't know history nearly as deep. I know a lot about history. I don't think this ever has happened in this country, man, where where they are basically propping up an ex-president because they don't like him because he makes mean tweets because he's a jerk. I'm I'm blown away, dude. I'm blown away with this. What do you think? Well, I think that we're going to see the rest of this year and part of next year. Prove it. Keep playing out. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to see this uh, keep ramping up to make him look bad to slow down his inevitable 
the th- uh, well, the thing, the, know, well, the thing is with the current president, he looks pretty bad himself right now. I I watched a press report earlier with Liz, Liz, Zelensky, the Ukrainian president. Yes, we got a tired old man up there for a president. Man, he was slurring his speeches. He was slurring his words. He completely forgot the questions the reporters are asking him. I mean, he he looked beat, dude. He's eighty one years old, and this guy's gonna run for president again. And I, I know it's the Democrats' worst nightmare to hear Donald Trump come back, but uh, I'm sorry, man. When they say the the lesser of two evils, I'm going to have to go with Trump on this in, in this case, man, because, uh, hey, we, we tried Trump. You didn't like him, but the economy was kicking ass. Well, now we got the guy you think you like, and it turns out the guy's corrupt as hell. Look at the state of the economy. Look at the pending World War III, all these things that are happening right now. Doesn't look good right now with uh, with Joe Biden as president, and, and and but but you know what the media and the left they don't focus on that they just focus on how much they still hate Trump, and and they're, and they're missing the big picture. I mean, both of them are not perfect, and I will say that. Well, I can't stand both parties. I only defend the Republicans against when the Democrats have sh- right sh- flat out hypocrisy or no standards or no principles or anything, and then when they lie as a political agenda to try to put an ex-president in jail because they don't like him. Well, the problem is, is the Democrats have always been good at that. They're very organized. They're very and, organized. And you know what? They got the media and most corporations backing them up. Them it's, it's, it's hard to fight that. It's hard to fight that machine. Well, they have a it big, is. big pot of purple Kool-Aid and everybody <laughs> drank it. Okay. How about black cherry? I like black cherry. Well, they Kool-Aid. can make that one too. You, you know, I'm a Kool-Aid fan. I've been drinking the Kool-Aid lately. The literal Kool-Aid, the literal. Not, not the, not the proverbial the Kool-Aid. The problem is these Republicans, they just, they're too passive, dude. They don't put up a fight. They, they don't fight enough they're wishy-washy they're They're not they they don't have they don't stand on their principles of what's supposed to be conservatism they don't back up each other right they don't say you ain't gonna talk about my boy like that you know you know and i brought this up on a couple shows ago it's like what tim pohl says he said with the democrats they're very organized they get their agendas passed they do a pretty good job of getting their agendas through and they know how to do the work around thing type. Well, no, I'm saying, and, and, and that, that was the, that was the um, hat tip he was giving them. He said, the problem with the Republicans is that they act like they're going to change the agenda, but they really don't. So they change a couple little things to satisfy a couple groups, but all in all, they don't really change the structure of how the federal government runs. Sure. And I'm like, what a great analogy. The Democrats pretty much get what they want. The Republicans don't know what they want. And that's what makes me to believe that a lot of this stuff is just all kabuki theater, meaning that this is a uniparty, that these Democrats and Republicans are playing us. Yeah, and, and there are possible. people and there are people who, hey, there are people to this day, I only vote for Republican or I only vote for Democrat. That's the problem right there. That's the challenge of getting through these thick people's head because they're not seeing the bigger picture that both sides are playing against each other. To piss us off. Sure. I don't fall for that party crap anymore. No, they're trying to wreck everything that you recognize or realize is part of this country. Yeah. They want to make it unrecognizable. They do. And they want to remodel it to their standards. And whatever whatever scary world that is. Hey, hey, we're seeing it right now. We you got you got you got you got people you got people it. that cannot tell you what a woman is. You know? Exactly. You know, I can tell you what a woman is. Yeah. They they want to take uh 
you know, any. And I'm not a biologist. They want to take industries, coal, energy, you know, vehicles. They want to take, you know, business. Hell, they want to take cashiers out of stores. Hey. You know, they want to take your food and alter it. Hey, just like last week with the Indian kid. They 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 want to go. They want to they want to tell an Indian kid not to wear a headdress. But these are also the same people that says it's okay if you want to identify as a girl if you happen to be a biological male. They're man, just screwed up. And dude. that's all part of the plan. It is part of the plan to make your world unrecognizable to the point that you cave. And then people like you and I are called bigots because of that uh, point of view. You know. Because I don't use the term racist anymore, and I rarely do because that is another such overused word now. You, you, you can say, when you say something about a group of people and it's perceived as negative, it's bigotry. If, if you sit there and say, well, all Asians suck and they need to burn in hell, that's racist. Right. Or Asians are beneath me because they're shorter than me. Sure. That's kind of racist. That's racist and bigoted. Sure. You know, the, the, calling somebody short is the bigoted part because all Asians are short. That's bigoted. Saying they're beneath me, you know. For the record, I get get called short all the time, and I'm about the same height as you. Yeah, I, well, that's always been the joke, right? We we did that measure one time. It's like a quarter inch difference, but they yeah. for some reason with your iris, they always you know picked on you yeah, for that. Think I'm but, a little uh, leprechaun or something. I yeah, guess. no, I, I you know, I, but to the debate, and we'll move on. I didn't really, I didn't watch it, Pyre. Did you? Did you watch the debate? I, I got the highlights, but uh, the highlights. I, I, I it looked like another. Again. It looks like another shit show. It is, and man. the and the numbers between Trump and Haley, who's the second second person leading um, in the Republican debate, uh, it's astronomical. The RNC already said no more debates. CNN wants to host one. You can't stop these people from still going. They can still go do a debate because sure. hey, hey, guess what? They're gonna get paid, right? Yes, they do. But as far as the RNC hosting any more debates. Nah, they're they're done with that. Um, the debate I want to see, since it's being set up and it's not going to happen, but I still want to see it, is when Trump goes against Joe Biden. Do you I mean, really think that Biden can stand up during a, a debate? Nope, nope. That's the whole point. They will not. Let, let's just assume that Trump becomes a Republican candidate and he gets through some of these indictments, which are bullshit anyways. He gets through some of this stuff. And then it's like, hey, time to have a debate. Uh, the, the Democrat Party will not do it. They'll set up the vice president one. Sure. But uh, the debate. will be laughing the whole time through the debate. the schedule is already out there. Whether Joe shows up or not, we'll see. The schedule's out there. There's supposed to be three presidential debates and one vice president debate. It's, it's scheduled. It's booked. The locations are already locked in. No single network owns any of those debates because they use a single feed and they share. It's a media thing because you can't have 80 cameras recording the debate, right? So they use central, they use a central feed that everyone gets a part of that feed and then they can use that on their, on their networks. But no, Joe Biden, they will not put him up in front of Trump. Trump will eat him alive. He will. Any you or I, who are not even politicians, if we happen to have a, a chance to debate President Joe Biden, we would eat him alive. Sure. He'd probably call you Congressman Chewy. Yeah. No, he'd be like, look here, Jack, and he'd want to fight you, his 81-year-old yeah. ass. Yeah. It's like, hey, why don't you just sit down, Grandpa? You know, that's when I'll start sounding like a, a millennial or a kid, right? Because that's what it is. He's just like, come on, Grandpa, you think you're going to fight me, huh? Uh, come on. You want to be a man? Hey, he's no secret service here. No security. Come on, old man. Let's go. I'm 50 years old. Let's go. You know, 
But yeah, that's that's he, that's he that's look confused and dazed. And Dude, he 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 cannot he can't do it. And uh, you know, hey, Donald Trump's got a big mouth, man. <laughs> he uh, he would just start stating facts about even uh, if he doesn't state facts, he'll call him names and get under his skin. And that's oh, what people can't doing that. And that's what people can't stand about Trump. The people who really hate Trump, they can't stand the name call. And you know what? I think it's childish too, but he does it on purpose. He does it to get under their skin. And then the media is talking about it for the next 10 days, complaining about how he called some Asian lady a Ching Wong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny if he did, because he'd be using my. Uh, yeah, you'd be like, hey, word. that's your patented word. It's yeah. like, hey, man, did you get, did you get, appro- yeah, did you get approval to use my trademark? I permission here, man. <laughs> I know. Orlando to Tampa rail proposal chugs along making tremendous ideas. So I had a, yeah, boop, boop. I had a fill in pirate on this a little bit because he thought this was a uh, government run um, company, but no, the company is called Brightline. They are a, they are a private company who started passenger rail systems between Miami and Fort Lauderdale. And they recently finished up a brand new track all the way to Orlando airport. So it's about, and I've seen some YouTubers take the train. It's about, um, it's about a three and a half hour ride from Orlando down to, to Miami. So, so still quicker than a, in a car because a car will take you a little over four hours. Cause I know this trip, like the back of my hand, been doing this since the eighties to drive from where we live down to Miami is just a little over four hours. So Orlando is a little higher up than us, a little more direct path, but it is, it is further away technically, but on the bullet train, and I use it loosely because it's not like the Japanese bullet train, but it does get up over 100 miles an hour here and there. They have a line going. So what they want to do now, now that they've gotten that completed, they want to build a track to to Tampa. What do you, what do you think about that, Pirate, having a having a, a high-speed rail from Tampa to Orlando? Well, there's going to be a lot of dumb shits that pull across the railroad track and get hit. That's what I worry about. Yes. Yeah. That's, we have a lot of dumb shits in this area. That that's what I worry about. Quite often. Yeah, that's what I worry about. However, where I'm partially intrigued by this is that the fact that you can get to Orlando technically faster now than you could in a car. Now, twenty years ago, when Florida got federal money to build a bullet train and we argued about it and eventually turned it down, the problem at the time was is that you know, me being an Orlando Disney fan and all that, it would take roughly 45 minutes to an hour to drive there. Not a bad drive, right? Well, when they opened up the bullet train times, then they said the trip to Tampa to Orlando would take an hour and a half. And I'm like, well, why would I get on a train that's going to take me an hour and a half to get there when I can get there between 45 minutes and an hour? That makes no sense. Take it even further, Pirate. You have to drive downtown Tampa to the train station. You're talking a good 30-minute drive. Well, you're not going to get there right when the train leaves. So you're going to have to pad some time as well to park. You're not grabbing bags or anything. Let's just say you're doing a day in Orlando. You want to come back. You're talking easily two hours by that point now where you could have already been there. Sure. Here was the other catch with it. Now, this is the old line. I don't know what the new one because it's not built yet. The tickets for a one-way trip were $35, $70 round trip. Oh, some people say, well, that's not bad. Not bad. You can still fill up a, a, a tank full of gas in a standard car for 60 70 bucks now. 
put five people in the car and drive up to Orlando and still get there faster than you would have than back then. But here's where I'm warming up to it. Well, we're talking 20 years ago. It's a car park now on I-4. Yeah, it's, Dude, it's really bad. It, it takes easily an hour and a half to get to Disney now. The last time I calculated it. Not enjoyable. It's not enjoyable. So as a private line, I'm not against this because it doesn't. I'm sure there are some tax incentives, but it's not like it's completely government funded. Well, they're, they're, looking, they're looking at bringing this here, and here's what's kind of neat. Universal Studios in Orlando are already trying to grease the wheels to say, hey, can you build the track through our parks so you can drop people off at our parks, which I think is smart as hell. Sure. Because, because once you're on Disney property, you can take a bus or the monorails. They got transportation galore that's free. You can take any of those for free. Same thing with Orlando. Um, I mean, Universal. They have... They have they have um, bus bus systems that are completely free to people who want to get on it to shuttle you between you know the parks or anything like that. So I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of intrigued by it, man. You know, uh, I I think I think it would be pretty cool because I would eventually like to go back to start going to Disney again. But when I think about the drive now in the car, ugh, yeah, you know, it'd be nice to just get on the train because well, the big to do is is where are they going to put this thing? What kind of eminent domain do we have? Or are we going to use existing tracks or tracks? That's the right thing. I see them use it. I see them using existing tracks. And just like what you said, um, you know, before we started recording that a bunch of dumb shits are going to tr- cross the gate. And then you have a passenger train going 110, 120 right. miles an hour, slamming right We're through all that. Eggs, dude. So everybody's going to be scrambled eggs. Yeah. That's what scares me yeah. because they're going to have to make some better crossings or, like, because, you know, at 150 miles an hour, how quick does the arms come down? Those type of things. Oh, it's not going 150. Yeah. No, no. Not through there. They'll slow no. it down. No, especially through the city areas, they have to actually slow down about 60, 70 miles an hour. So it's not technically a bullet train. It's a high, they call it high speed rail. Because here's the thing. On a technological end, I still don't like it. And here's why. Just to your first point. What about the dumb shits that are going to try to go around the gate, go under the gate, still try to go through the gate? They're going to ruin a perfectly good train ride for some. Right. Well, guess what, Pirate? In Japan, the real bullet train, not a single piece of the bullet train track goes through any pedestrian or car traffic at all. They should sink it down. Back in the 60s, when they started building the bullet train, the Japanese were smart. They knew that even in Japanese are, are just a, not immune from stupid people as well. Sure. They knew somebody would try to cross a gate in their car. Well, at the time, their bullet train was going about 120, 530 miles an hour. Well, guess what, Pirate? The bullet trains in Japan are hitting 250 miles an hour now on the same track. So the same track that's been around since the 60s, well over 50 years old. So those things, and it makes that noise, too, when it goes by. And I've rode the bullet train. It's beautiful. It's smooth. It's nice. And you're hauling ass. But not once on your journey do you ever go through any car traffic. Either you're going over a bridge and a tunnel goes underneath for the cars or vice versa. But there there are no gates. Plus the speed. Like I mentioned, 250 miles an hour in Japan they're they're getting ready to start testing 330 mile an hour trains. Our train here is high speed rail because when it, then they can't open it up, it'll open up to about 110 miles an hour. But I think the segment from here to Orlando, other than the the park areas, that's going to be all on existing rail, man. I mean, I would like to see them build it on 
like like the Japanese style, but like you mentioned with imminent domain, that's going to happen. Some people got, might get pulled out of their house. You know, some people might lose their front yard. I mean, look what happens with the MLK expansion here. Those businesses knew a long time ago that they're going to have to either move or or get out of there. So a lot of them move their businesses back for the anticipated uh, sure. road growth. Or but, they could build down the middle of I four and sink it down. Yeah, and and there are some private there are some private lines of that track. The, the the segment that they built from the Orlando Airport to the East Coast, where it veers off, that's all that's all private. They don't, I, as far as I know, it doesn't go through any road traffic. That's when they can really really ramp it up. really open it up. But even then, they're still limited one hundred and ten. They're not sure. like I said. They're not like in Japan. I mean, really booking it over there. Well, for the average tourist, by the way. Yeah. That would probably be convenient. I think it'll be convenient, but to me is what is the cost? Okay, what is the cost? How often does the train run? You know, those are things like to me, because I don't want to get stuck up there after a day in Disney and like, oh, shit, you know, I ain't going to a train to get back. I'm going to take an Uber back. You know, you know how much of that would cost? <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, so, well, I mean, if they wanted to go from Yingling Gardens to Disney, mm-hmm. they would be uh, able to do that. Uh, f- probably not. No, there would be no stop at Yingling Gardens. No, no, because the uh, the proposal here is to um, end at the uh, the at the Tampa train station in downtown Tampa. Oh boy, yeah. So you know we'd have to go if we're going to do a Disney day. We have to drive opposite to get there. But sauce for the goose. Now there was a time it didn't make sense. It's actually starting to make a little sense to me now. It's just what is the cost? Okay, what is it going to cost? What are the times? If you're still going to tell me it's going to take an hour and a half to get there. Might as well just get in the freaking car then. Yeah. You know, because what what if I want to hang out in Orlando afterwards? What if I want to go hit International Drive or go to a restaurant? Because I got a lot of good restaurants up there. You know, what if I want to go to a different restaurant and check it out? Hey, I have that option. When when you're when you're using a train, hey, you're this destination, that's destination, that's might it. Might have to leave right before supper time. Yeah, we don't have that. We don't have that kind of luxury. So uh yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they do with this and we'll pull it back later if uh you know, Disney and uh, Universal Studios is able to... Uh, I mean, would you ride this train? If it's affordable. Okay. Sure, if it's affordable. If it's affordable and the times work. Sure. Because you know, to me, it's peace of mind, you know, but it really is go to Disney and come back. It's not like, you know, hey, unless you want to go take an Uber and go check out something else and then come back to the train station. Sure, you can do that. But, you know, it, I'm just saying, I don't see the trans the extra transportation being nearly as accessible you know, because it's not, not like a really convenient mode of yeah, transportation. Because, because like in these big cities like New York or, you know, when I've been in Tokyo, you get off of one train, you get on another to get to your destination. There is no getting on another train to get to a, on another train to get your destination. This is it. This is Tampa to or, or Disney. And that's it. You know, there is no, oh, we're going to stop off at the water park and then we're going to stop off. You know, they're not going to do all that. No, 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 it's a straight shot. Yeah, straight shot. So. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm like I said. I'm partially interested. I just want to see what the final is. Nothing. None of the, none of this has been built yet. Nothing's been agreed to. They're they're still negotiating. But that's what Brightline wants to do. They're basically wanting to make a horseshoe, and then they said after Tampa, they want to get a high speed rail from Tampa to Atlanta. That makes sense. Oh boy. Yeah. You drive up to or or train up to Atlanta. You know, you old days of train. So yeah. Disney Plus's new Harrison Ford documentary is a must-watch for fans. Audience everywhere have spent nearly 50 years, which is crazy, watching and adoring Harrison Ford. 
And the new documentary to Disney Plus takes that wonderful experience and condenses it down to 90 minutes. So uh, just looking over the footage here, they will show behind-the-scenes video, interviews, um, talk about people who are still around because, you know, rest in peace, Sean Connery. He's no longer with us, but he played Indiana Jones' father, you know, in The Last Crusade. Great freaking movie. Yeah. All, all of them were. What, Kingdom of Crystal School? Uh, but I tell you what, when you and I went to go see Dial of Destiny, man, I was I was quite surprised how good that was because I went in there with reservations was this may suck or or just not be that great. And it actually turned out to be way more entertaining than I expected. It was man. entertaining. It, had, it didn't blow me away. It but had some far-fetched areas in it, but hell, it's all yeah been that way to begin with. But yeah. But they it said, is a good series or a good movie. A beautiful series. Yeah, I love it. And in addition to the interviews, the film also includes manners of incredible footage from vintage moments way back to pre-production offices in Raiders of the Lost Ark up through the premiere of The Dial of Destiny, so it covers all five movies. A few highlights include Ford in civilian clothes helping um, River Phoenix shoot his last crusade scenes. That would be cool. I'd never seen them two together, you know, because he played the young version of Indiana Jones, you know. But that's cool that Ford was there on set, even though he didn't have to be. Um, Crystal Skull does get a tad undercut in comparison to the other four films, which is fine. It wasn't the best, best out of all of them. But that's probably to be expected. A uh, fact that that um, there's more made up for the great little segment on Ford's cameo in the Young Indiana Jones Chronicle. You know what? I've never seen that show. Did you? Did you ever watch the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles? It was in the '80s. It was only on for a few seasons. Yes, I did. Yeah. Did you remember if you liked it or not? I did like it. I'm, I was I'm, intrigued I'm actually, by it. I'm actually half interested to watch it because it's that that is on Disney Plus. Young Indiana Jones. Okay, I didn't know they were still showing it. Well, because of Disney Plus, they brought back these shows that haven't aired in years or even all these classic movie cartoons or anything. Hey, you know, I got it for the Star Wars, right? But there's so much crap on Disney Plus because they also have the National Geographic channel as well. So if you want to get into all that nature shit, they got a lot of that as well. I do not have National Geographic or Disney Plus or Disney. Uh, you don't. Well, it's just Disney Plus. A, a Disney Plus minus whatever multiplication. <laughs> I thought you had Disney division. Plus. No, 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 no. I got Disney Plus. I don't care to have them, and I won't have them. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm well. I told you why. I, I got it for Star Wars. I mean, the extras are cool, and this happens to be an extra. Well, I tell you what, I'll have to just like this segment. I'll have to watch, watch it and the, own uh, it. I did watch that. Uh, that uh Siri Chronicles uh years back. The the young Indiana Jones Chronicle. Yeah. 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 No, your 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 series kick. You know why? You said series and it heard Siri. Yeah. Mind your own business, iPhone. <laughs> so anyway. Well, I tell you what, I'll watch the documentary and then you can opine on that just like this, because yeah. I really wanna I really want to see it, or if you over, you can watch it with me, and we I'll can watch it with you. I'm just gonna on uh, you know get a subscription to the disney multiplication division and fractions okay it's <laughs> not gonna do it you know south park did an episode recently on all these pluses and it was out of control like it they is. had they had like gnc you know the the nutrition store but in in the few it was based in the near future and said it was gnc plus 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 yeah <laughs> Because everything's plus now, right? Yeah. Paramount plus. What the plus are we getting out of it? 
because you're, you're get the, the you're emphasizing the more yes the extras oh boy well why aren't we getting extra to begin with <laughs> aren't we supposed to get a good service from the get-go well no because those channels didn't exist so you're paying for those oh. services that's what it is man no I'm, I'm i'm i've had disney plus since day one i've it's one of the few streaming channels i've consistently kept because i do actively watch it and not just the star wars the Marvel stuff, you know, I, okay. I love the comic book crap. Okay. You know, so there's plenty to watch on Disney Plus. It doesn't always have to be Disney per se. But Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. And hey, they owned Indiana Jones. It's part of the Lucasfilm deal. It'd be the only series I'd watch from them. And unfortunately, I don't like them owning them, but that's how they they, <laughs> they become of that. Well, you well, you, you you did give some of your hard-earned money to woke Disney this past summer when I we did. went to go see Dial of Destiny. Just want me. you to know that that you are a Disney contributor, oh, sir. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is Love so it. hard to be anti anything nowadays. It is, ain't it? It, it is. is. So hard. They got your corner. You man. know what? I fully recognize some of the BS that Disney's been doing. However, I'm still a fan. Well, I so I, I can't, I can't, I can't boycott them. So I, it's I, not going to happen. I minimally invest. Let's say that. There you go. You My did. You did. At a minimum. You did. Well, the 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 AMC theaters, any movie house. M- doesn't get shit on the ticket sales. All that money goes into renting the film where now it's a digital tape, but basically leasing the rights of that movie for the time and the period that they have. That's why concessions, people don't understand why concessions cost so much at the, at the theaters. It's because the, the movie theaters gouge the, the, the movie houses. So the only way the movie houses actually make money is off of concessions. So next time you get pissed off about that, yell at the studio first because the the movie the movie houses don't make hardly any money off of a ticket sale. Well, Matter of fact, I went to go saw Napoleon last week with a buddy of mine. The manager randomly came in. There was no problems. Randomly came into all ten of us and gave us a free um, voucher to come back. Why? They want us to buy the beer and the popcorn. Sure, sure. They want to sell their amenities, and they've got plenty of part time eighteen dollar and twenty dollar an hour. Uh, popcorn servers that they've got to make money to <laughs> <Yeah>. pay for. <laughs> but you know what? You know what, though, Pirate? It's watching movies at home is super convenient, and, and it's very popular these days. I get it. I get why people don't want to get in the car and drive to the theater. But you know what? I still love the experience, dude. I still love going to the movies. I love walking in and smelling popcorn. And when I'm not doing this cleanse, you damn right I'm getting a big bucket of popcorn and a big old soda pop and maybe some candy, and I love watching the trailers, the sound, the picture. Nothing beats it, dude. I sure. we, we got big TVs in our house now. We all got surround sound speakers and sound bars and all this bullshit. Still doesn't match the experience at the movie theaters. Yeah, you got to deal with some assholes here and there. Like, this one dude was coughing the whole movie. <laughs> you know, but it was so loud, you barely heard him. Had, had, had we been in a library, that guy got, would have got his ass kicked. Coughing Probably. like that. Well, the last time we went and the last time before that I went, there's barely anybody in the theater. And that's the beauty of it, too. So it's really not a hassle. No, it's not really. And that's why that manager gave us free passes. We didn't even ask for it. They want us to come back because they, they well, at least they thought that day they were spending money on concession. Because even my buddy was like, you're not getting a beer? And I was like, no, fool. I told you eight times already I'm on this cleanse. Oh, I forgot. But, you know. Some people are Everybody just in their own world. No, you're on this cleanse, Chewy. Damn it. Well, I mean, come on, man. You know, I'm not trying to boast here, but I, I do see the difference in the mirror. So, uh, 
you know. <laughs> well, I guess the um, the big to do is we'll have to watch this uh, documentary, documentary, and see how it, you know, yeah, how well it was done. Yeah, and then we can report on on, on a future show. But uh, all right, I think that's going to wrap it up for show number fourteen. Here we we're 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 good on time. Not not nearly as long as in in previous ones but we're not we, we did we, we today damn we can just talk about a lot more stuff yeah no you know? but we did we did throw this together yeah, take a diarrhea pill real quick i know right but no we did well just to, so you folks know we literally threw the show together today we were unprepared for this past weekend i had nothing he had nothing so i've only I put always this have something it's just just wasn't but there. you know what it is when i go back and look at it i scratch it because it's really not that interesting oh, okay you, know, you let it you let You're it massage for articles yeah you let it you let it season for a couple of days and then you realize eh, this ain't that good so well, uh to be honest i mean we we don't have to have a show prep we could just go off the top of our minds well no i think show prep is good because if it i is. if we don't do show prep how am i going to put that in the website notes Oh well, uh, we just that's throw. why that's why we do show prep because I write down what you give me. Well, what I'm saying is you don't have to have any notes. We can just come with no script. Yeah, but people on a podcast like to know what you're going to talk about. Oh, okay, you know we're not that we're not we're not there yet with Joe Rogan. Where hey, some so and so celebrities here. Oh hell yeah, I'm going to listen to that. That's when you know you're just going to listen to it. We're not there yet. People want to know what we're talking about okay but, all right but since it is christmas time the the song of the week is going to be uh rocking around the christmas tree by uh brenda lee i get that right yes sir so and enjoy that christmas song no after show today folks sorry we don't have we don't didn't have much content like i said we just slapped this together in the last two days but uh anyways if we went to an after show that'd be over the two hour mark and 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 pirates right we 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 can we can talk matter of fact we talked for a good hour not just about the show about other things in our life before we even started the show right that's right you know so yeah yeah we were getting warmed up yeah we were getting warmed up so you so y'all take care and we will uh we'll be speaking with you definitely before christmas and uh thank you for downloading the show at akabonoradio.com and send us an email at akabonaradio at gmail.com. Send us any ideas, questions, feedback. Let us know how we're doing. Tell us we're a bunch of assholes. We want to, we want to hear something from you guys. And, uh, you know, and those who do listen to the show, we appreciate y'all. Yep. Appreciate all y'all listeners. Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum.
holiday. 